welcome to Astrology Today, your daily look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for a look at the daily transit as well as the full moon in Pisces for Monday, September 20th, 2021. Happy full moon in Pisces and welcome to the podcast. Yes, we're going to talk all things full moon. I've got example charts. It's always lots of fun. So make sure you stay right to the end as I've got some really interesting uh, charts to look at. Now, just to point out also that today on the full moon, the newsletter has gone out. So if you want to be part of that community, uh, there's links there and sometimes I'll put a video in there. So it's another, just another way to connect. So you can certainly send me your email and I will add you to the list or the link is in the the program notes and you can sign yourself up. Also, I wanted to point out that here we are, I, you know, we're clicking through September as quickly as possible. Starting on the 24th this week, I will be doing horoscopes for the next month. And so I divide them up by element. First, it's fire, then earth, then air, and then right at the end of the month, water. So make sure you're sticking around for that. And lots of interesting aspects to look at this week. All right, let's get to the full moon. We are taking a deep dive into the full moon today. Always a fun episode when I get to look at specific charts. That's in the next segment. But first of all, let's just talk about the full moon and, and what it is actually. And so it is halfway through the lunar cycle. The lunar cycle starts at the new moon when the moon and the sun are in conjunction. So halfway through means that the moon and the sun are opposite each other. And I got to tell you, every time there's a full moon, I'm up in the middle of the night. I don't know why, but that moon just shines so brightly. And it's important to remember that, you know, the moon does not have its own light source. And so when the moon and sun are opposite, that beautiful bright moon that you're seeing up in the sky is the reflection of the sun's rays on us. So that's how we're able to see the uh, the moon out there. Now, uh, having it being halfway through the lunar cycle means that the moon and the sun are opposite or in opposition. And of course, if you listen to my podcast regularly, you're going to hear me say that an opposition is around balancing the energies between these two planets. And so on the one hand, you know, the moon represents where we find comfort. It's our needs. It's our emotions, our reactions. And the sun is what we're striving towards in our life, you know, our goals, our purpose, our life path. And so here we are trying to balance our, our emotional needs and responses with our goals. And so really, you know, my one liner about it is that we're balancing our needs with our wants. And that can be challenging. Sometimes what we need is not necessarily what we want and vice versa. Now here we have, you know, that so that's the what, that's what's happening with the opposition. The how this plays out is based on the sign placement. So here we have the moon in Pisces. So this is mutable water. So lots of squishy emotions. And, you know, if you're, you know, perhaps heavily earth uh, or air, this might be not necessarily comfortable to have all these feelings flying around. And then on the other end of the 
the uh, teeter-totter, of course, is the sun in Virgo, which is, you know, these goals of perhaps practicality, perfectionism, particularity, you know, having that really eye for detail. So these are, you know, the things that we are trying to balance. Now, I should point out that the full moon will be exact at 4.55 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Of course, figure that out for your own time zone. And it's occurring at 28 degrees of Pisces 14 minutes on the moon side and then 28 degrees of Virgo 14 minutes on the sun side. And so the the degree placement tells us which house it's going to be in based on, of course, your own natal chart. So that's where we get to the fun part is looking at some examples. All right, we've looked at, you know, the balancing act between the sun and the moon and, you know, perhaps how that's going to play out. And then we want to look at where, what part of your life is going to be affected by the full moon. And that's determined by the house placement. And so what we do is we figure out where the, the new moon is within your own natal chart. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know that the first example that I usually use is my partner. And in the beginning when, you know, my listenership was was way down he was the only one he was the only example that I had so first of all I want to thank you for sending in your charts to be an example and so now I'm getting lots of requests which just makes it just more way more interesting all right but let's start off with my partner so for him the full moon occurs uh, the moon in third house opposite the sun in the ninth house and so just a quick side note that yes it's two houses that are being affected as opposed to a new moon when it's only one house so again this balancing act between two particular areas of your life and so for him this this full moon may be around balancing you know his flexible emotional responses perhaps to his siblings that's a third house theme and or in his neighborhood or in you know in close quarters and so balancing that with any goals that he may have around finding meaning you know ninth house is about continuing education continuing learning and growing uh, perhaps it's around some long distance travel uh, and it may also be around striving for perfection you know that virgo uh, sense of wanting to have everything be completely perfect Okay, so one of the example charts that I got from a listener is from our friend Karina down there in California. Thanks so much, Karina. So for her, the moon is in her 10th house and the sun is in her fourth house. And so this is this classic work-life you know, balance, this home balance with work. And so it may be around you know, Karina finding emotional connection to her career or her vocation, or perhaps her reactions, you know, to this pursuit of a vocation or her, her career, finding the comfort there, and then balancing that with the goals of perfection around her home or her home environment or her family. Fourth house is really around the foundation. It's the lowest part of your chart. And so it's the foundation of, of your life, really. And so, like I said, it's this classic trying to find work-life balance. And then the last example I have is Lori from Philly. I just love saying that. Lori from Philly. <laughs> so for her, the moon is in 
her second house and that is opposite the sun in her eighth house and this is really this financial access second house themes involve your own resources your own money your own assets whereas eighth house are other people's resources perhaps shared resources and so here it may be you know Lori finding financial comfort or some security financial security which is very much linked into the moon being there with perhaps a pragmatic approach to any debts that she has or inheritances or shared resources so there's a balancing act here between your money and perhaps money that you share with others podcast always interesting to look at individual charts you know I get my best numbers when I when I do that maybe I should do it more often hmm. well if uh, you're interested in having your chart used or you have a specific question about your chart certainly send that my way to my email astrology diva that's dva at gmail.com and I'm happy to research and get back to you or perhaps even share it in an upcoming podcast all right well enjoy this full moon energy have yourselves a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.